This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Craig? Hey there, man. (laughs) (laughs) Michael, fine. How are you doing? Good. You you laugh like a cigarette smoker. Does it bother you? But I say that every time I say that, you're like, stop it. It does, because I don't smoke cigarettes. I, I know just, you don't smoke. That's why it's so funny, because it's so interesting. <laughs> not everybody would know that. You know what's been happening to me? So, true story. I've, your you laugh is, your laugh, shush, your laugh is rubbing off on me. Like, Brian, well, she's even said to me, like, you're starting to laugh a little bit like him. I'm like, <laughs> what a blessing. That's good. I know. My life is better because you're in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it should be. That's how it should be. My wife says that all the time. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I tell that to my wife also. Your life is so much better because I'm in it. Um, Amen, Michael. Amen, Michael. Uh, Michael Fwelling. <laughs> Here's the question. Can you explain the nature mm. of Old Testament blessings? The question goes on. It's a good question. In the Old Testament, we see Jacob bless his sons. We saw Isaac give a blessing to Jacob, etc. What was the significance of these? Do the Israelites, do all Israelite dads bless their kids? Is this a, is this question stupid that is actually what they asked i'm not saying that um which i appreciated like the they're like they're like is ranting for a paragraph and like am yeah. i am i moron no these are good questions these actually. are good questions they're very good so what do you say uh blessing your children as a father is an incredible uh illustration of how god blesses us that there's this paternal uh bl- this paternal opportunity we have to mirror god in our homes and um, and when you bless your kids, it's a, it's a wonderful way to to show that. When I uh, meet with the church at the end of uh, the church service, often I will raise my hands over them and ask God's blessing over them. The mm-hmm. same kind of principle applies, I think, here, uh, but even in a more intimate way uh, when it, when a father does this over his children. So I don't think it was something that was in Old Testament history just because it was a cultural thing. I think there's a spiritual implication. It's a human thing. Yeah, like every kid wants the affirmation and the blessing of their dad. Absolutely. And the ones who don't, it's typically because they've been wounded and they're like, forget you, dad. I don't want anything to do with you. I mean, there is a power that God has woven into the fabric of of family mm. where the dad has more influence on a child's ad- identity, gender, sexuality, expressions, self-worth than anybody could possibly understand. And so God true. has woven that into mm-hmm. the very fabric of our life. So when your dad, who imparts to you identity, um, a last name, et cetera, um, looks at you and blesses you and gives his approval over you. Like mm-hmm. when the father does to Jesus, this is my son, mm-hmm. my I'm beloved well son mm-hmm. with whom I'm well pleased. Uh, Listen to him. Yeah. yeah. So one of the most like meaningful moments in scripture. And uh, you better believe Jesus practically in that moment took deep satisfaction, the, just that he had his father's approval. So what I think is interesting about Old Testament blessings is that they seem to be somewhat prophetic. They seem to have an effect on their future reality. Which is the Jacob and Esau story. Yeah. Right. And that was this, the the huge sin in that story was that Jacob stole this blessing from Esau. Yep. Not only did he steal the birthright, but he stole the blessing, blessing too. Right. Yeah. And then there's something about the patriarchs in scripture that they understood culturally that these blessings were blessed by God. Uh, I don't think it's the same way now. Um, but there was there was a sense in which God came alongside of these fatherly blessings mm-hmm. and made them come to fruition. Maybe Abraham prayed a lot about it before he went and blessed him. I mean, we read it like he just pulled something out of his rear and was like, ah, you're going to be wealthy and prosperous. Yeah. I don't think that's the case. I think I think these dads spent quite a bit of time praying over their kids and, and God gave them some real clarity over their future. 
even right now, I can look at my kids. I can look at my daughter, for example, Avia, and say, um, if you will follow Jesus, um, you will you will be a source of great joy to many people. There's such be- a power. Because it's already in her. You know? Right. And there's a power in what a dad can see, and there's power in what a dad can do. Yeah. Like you said earlier, the influence of a father over their children, uh, if you've never experienced this, uh, I'd encourage you to watch families that mm. are are Christ followers or that that seem to follow Scripture maybe more than others. Ones that you would say are that's a solid family, and you watch how the dads treat the children. There's something different there. There's yeah. there's a there's a love that comes through on a regular basis, and the kids realize it. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids, I know the more that I demonstrate a fatherly uh, authority figure over them that approves of them and blesses them on a regular basis. They are going to cling to me like glue, yep. and and that is going to that is going to be a long. That's an investment I'm making long term because mm-hmm. I never want that to end. I want nope. them to get married and marry somebody that's better than me. Yep, and and that's only going to happen if is I that give possible? them the best. Yeah, <laughs> come on, <laughs> that's yeah. only going to happen if I give them the best example of Christ that yeah. there is. In the same way that we can bless and and build, we can destroy. So last night, my son. He loves to wrestle. And I mean, like, he he wants me to throw him. I mean, nice. he's just, he wants to be like, and he growls and it's fun. So uh, we're at some friend's house last night and there's little babies. Like, there's three babies just all around, you know? And uh, all of them are one year old or younger. Some of them are like two months old, three months old. And so he's like, let's wrestle. And I'm like, well, we can't wrestle when there's little kids around, you know, because he's a little violent. So like 10 minutes later, he comes out to me and he takes this ball and he chucks it at my head. <laughs> And he's, and he basically, he was what he's doing. He's saying, let's go. What are you going to do about it? Throw down right Let, now. Take me down right now, dad. <laughs> he's four, by the way. So, I know. Pansy, come on. And uh, so I look at him and it hurt. I mean, he checked a ball at my head. Like right? a racquetball in the face. Uh, <laughs> that happened yesterday too. <laughs> All right. Um, thanks that? for that, Craig. That? Appreciate yeah. it. You know? You're welcome. <laughs> Anyways, um, that still hurts a little bit. Okay. <laughs> So, so, so my point is, the ball at your head so I, I look at him and I just, I was like, X, stop it. Get over here. And I was mad. Right. First of all, I'm having a conversation. I get chucked in the head with a ball. Yeah. Second of all, I told them we're not wrestling in this room. There's little kids around. And then the ball bounces off my head and lands near one of the kids. And, and so, uh, he throws his body on the ground and just starts wailing. Wow. And in the same way that I can look at him and say, Bro, I am so proud of you. You are so strong. Look what you did, you know, and it just gleams and glows. Um, my rejection of him, because that's what he felt like. He felt like I wanted to play and you said no. And not only did you say no, but you crushed me publicly, right? And uh, it took him a good two minutes just to be able to get off the ground um, with his head on the ground. Total shame, total embarrassment. And uh, anyways, this is a reminder to me that there is extreme power. In it. And even though I don't think my blessings necessarily have prophetic significance, um, it is true that if I speak things into their life regularly, they're more probable, they're more probably going to happen. Yeah. So any final thoughts? Craig Jervis? The, Craig Jervis is your racquetball name, by the way. That's just everybody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows what you're talking about uh, with regards to the Craig Jervis thing. Uh, all the other stuff is gold. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I prefer platinum or diamond, but that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> In the Old Testament. I'll meet your expectations one day. <laughs> <laughs> In the Old Testament, when the, uh, when the Levitical law was given uh, and Moses shares it, he says uh, for the fathers to make sure that they— uh, teach it to their children when they 
you know, when they stand up, when they sit down, when they lie down, when, you know, all of, all of those things, it is to proliferate all of their parts of their lives so that their kids see it, no matter if they're sitting on the couch, enjoying their kids or enjoying some free time, or they're at work or they're anywhere in between. Uh, the kids are supposed to be seeing this. And the promise is that uh, that blessing, that blessing of um, demonstrating who you are in Christ in front of your children and speaking it to them on a regular basis has long-term implications. So I would just encourage all dads out there, uh, your salvation, your relationship with God is is far more than just you and God. It's, it's between you and God and the residue will fall over onto your kids. So make sure your relationship with God is what it needs to be because your kids are watching and that's a big part of the blessing you pass on. I agree. Who do you think is the author of Hebrews? That's our question for tomorrow. This is, uh, Ooh. this is a good one. I like this one. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. All right, come back tomorrow, okay? See you tomorrow. Bye.